Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. He's the editor-in-chief of the most popular Chiefs website on the internet and is a master of impressions. If they win this game, they're going to make the playoffs. Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride joins the drive. You want to know how I know that Pete Sweeney is such a big deal? The only other person that has two sponsors is Mitch Holtz's voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Pete Sweeney is presented by Mark Ferguson, the attorney that's been helping KC sports fans with all of their legal needs since 1996. Integrity results. That's Mark Ferguson. And now he is also brought to you by Park and Go, your go-to airport parking destination with all covered parking. Book parkandgo.com today. Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, editor-in-chief. How does it feel to be in a class with you and Mitch Holtis? Yeah, you can't see me right now, but I'm doing the, the Johnny Manziel celebration. So that means you get unlimited parking goes? I hope so. I hope I get, I hope I get free legal advice from Mark, and I hope I can just park at the airport whenever I want. I feel like I, I, I'm owed that, right? No, absolutely. I mean, I think both of those things could definitely come in handy. You seem like somebody who needs legal, legal representation, and you're always on the go traveling. So park and go would actually make a lot of sense for you. Pete, what's your favorite storyline as we head into the game? Okay, that's a, a, a good question. You're catching me off guard here. I think it's, uh, I I think it's got to be the opportunity here to end the, the discussion of the dynasty thing. Uh, as you guys know, or some of you know, I guess, I wrote a book, A Dynasty Begins, after last year's Super Bowl. I kind of felt this thing that, like, if you go to five straight AFC title games and you're hosting them and you're going to all these Super Bowls and you're able to win two in, in so many years, I, I think we were good to call on that last year. But I don't think everyone agreed with that, especially members of opposing fan bases, not – of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think now uh, what's staring you, to, you in the face is this uh, ability to make it undeniable You know, at, at, at this stage. If you get a win on Sunday, there's no more, oh, well, they need to do this and that to become a dynasty. I mean, it, it's written in stone. And uh, how cool is that? I mean, the last time we got one of these things started was 20 years ago. And so uh, I think if I had to pick one, it is the win and I, I think the legitimacy of, what this team and what this run has become for me from an on the field standpoint, my biggest talking point, I think the biggest storyline is about the chiefs defense that I think the super bowl has a way of sort of freezing things in time that if this defense goes out and plays well, and they hold Christian McCaffrey to 
you know, 13 carries for 51 yards rushing, and he just has one touchdown, and he's a, really a non-factor in the game. And there's a lot of pieces. There's a lot of weapons on San Francisco. If this defense plays really well and they win because of their defense, their defense is going to be talked about like they're the 2015 Broncos. Like they're going to be one of the blueprints and teams that you try to create a defense like, especially because this isn't a defense that you think is traditionally just filled with Hall of Fame talent. Like Colin Cowherd said it earlier today, San Francisco's defense has a lot more name players, but Kansas City's defense heading into this game is playing at a much higher level in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think you look at the defense from up and down and as far as like name brand and, and notoriety, I mean, I think Chris Jones to me is a a national name and I I don't think it really extends past that. Like if you think about Justin Reed, Justin Reed's a great player and the Chiefs went out and got him in free agency, but it wasn't one of these landmark deals that was turning the heads and resetting the market type of thing. And I, I think Justin Reed's been good and I think he gets more and more popular, but it just Colin Coward's right. Like it's not to the level of some of these names in the 49ers like the the Boses and the Warners. Uh and what what is really cool about that is that means Everyone is pretty young. Like, think about the amount of starters that the Chiefs have on defense that are still in their rookie contracts. So, you know, even be it LeJarrius Sneed. LeJarrius Sneed may be the best cornerback in the NFL, and he's on a rookie deal right now, right? He's in the last year of his rookie deal. So I just think that is a, a great storyline to, to think about. And I, I think you're right. It, so much about the Chiefs story has been, like, how do we make an offense like this? How do we find our Patrick Mahomes where I think, this chapter will lead to, man, we got to model what Kansas City did on defense so this can work for us uh, after we pay the quarterback. And it, it's hard to replicate. And, you know, I, I think the Chiefs are going to be challenged by that. Like when you have Jones and, and Steve coming up, we'll see what they'll do to, to alleviate that. But not, don't have to worry about that until after Sunday. And so this defense, I, I think, is uh, the number one reason the Chiefs are there. And I just – I wasn't really impressed with what I've seen from San Francisco's defense, at least not in the postseason. I mean, you look at the Packers. I thought Jordan Love played really well, just made a couple of mistakes that you don't think Patrick Mahomes would make. And then in the NFC Championship game, I mean, the Lions moved the ball pretty consistently against San Francisco. They just decided to stop kicking field goals in the second half of that game. You would think that this defense would start to gel and really start to play better, but I haven't seen that from San Francisco defensively. Yeah, I'm, I'm joining you from Vegas right now, and, and through the palm trees, I can see very, very tall Mandalay Bay. And I just think the fact that I can go in there and get points for this game for Kansas City is absurd. I, I don't know how they're the underdog in this game. You know, at the bare bones of it, we always talk about the cliche, like the NFL's a quarterback league. This is a two-time MVP versus Mr. Irrelevant in his first game in the Super Bowl. Like, I don't. It doesn't. It's hard for me to wrap my head around how the Chiefs are possibly underdogs when you just think about that. Uh, you know, talking with Sean Barber, uh, Rob, I, I guess thinks they should be uh, an underdog, but I don't think anyone else agrees with them. Right now, we're joined by Pete Sweeney, editor in chief of Arrowhead Pride, the most popular Chiefs website on all of the interweb. What was it like to be at Super Bowl Media Day? Because you know, the the few that you have been to, it has been a lot about Patrick Mahomes. This one, it was about one of his teammates, which is unusual, at least for this team having the face of the NFL. What was it like to be at this year's Super Bowl media day? Yeah, Patrick Mahomes in these past ones, I don't, they didn't do one for Tampa, if I'm remembering correctly, because of the COVID situation. But the other two, 
uh, that we've been to, Patrick Mahomes, you know, would be the guy getting the absurd attention. You know, not to say that some of these other stars, you know, you mentioned Chris Jones and in years past it was uh, Tyron Matthew, you know, was still on the team. And, of course, there would be popular players, but no one would compare to Mahomes. Uh, you really got the sense that, like, Travis Kelsey has just entered another layer of fame, um, another zone of fame. It, it's, it's incredible. One of the the quotes I think that has stood out to me just regarding the off the field with Kelsey um, has, of course, been about his relationship with Taylor Swift and just how Kansas City famous is a lot different than worldwide famous. And now Kelsey's on that Mahomes plane of worldwide famous. I mean, I, he's reached it uh, through some of the off the field stuff with the acting, the podcast, and and certainly the relationship with the biggest pop star in the world uh, helps that. Uh, and I, I think, you know, we're, we're so obsessed with this uh, situation between them. It's on entertainment tonight. And I, I think overlooked in that whole situation and, you know, talking with people with the team behind the scenes, he's gone actually a little bit further above and beyond than he would in previous years to just make sure that the teammates know that he is still putting football first and foremost, like type of thing where, you know, go early, leave late, that type of scenario. And, and even through all of this, and I think this is the most fascinating part, there's like no teammate, no one that you talk to uh, with anyone with the team that is saying that it, he's allowed it to become a distraction for the team. I know that there have been some rumblings of that outside the building, especially as the Chiefs were struggling. And so it's a really interesting storyline, uh, one that is unlike anything I've covered in my 10 years doing this. I, I doubt I'll cover anything like it in the future and uh, certainly part of uh, all the storylines that go into the Super Bowl. I think Kelsey deserves a lot of credit for how cool he's played it. I mean, you are there for every media availability. He doesn't seem or act any different than he did at the very beginning of the season or really at any other time in his career. I mean, maybe that's why their relationship seems to work is he is calm. He is cool. He is collected. He has played this really well in the midst of maybe one of the biggest changes of his life. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been incredible, and, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm a football writer, and I'm doing the uh, relationship analyst. Uh, it just seems a lot more – we have a plane coming over if you hear that, but it just seems a lot more serious, um, yeah, off the field than, you know, maybe he's been in with previous relationships. And I, I think uh, another quote that, that sticks out is, uh, you know, people can say things, especially in the entertainment world, they're always going to be judging you for anything, but – you know, they remain happy and, and they, they kind of go into it like, look, as long as we're happy, we don't care what anyone thinks. I think that's how you got to do it. Right now, we're joined by Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride going through some of the storylines as we get ready for Super Bowl 58. Pete, how much of a conversation was about the field and San Francisco's complaint about the field and wanting to switch with the Chiefs? Yeah, I think we've all kind of like laughed at it. This is just one of the things that happens in the NFL where the conference home team right, gets the, the home facilities, and it, when they switch it, the other team ends up getting the, the college facilities. We've seen the, the Chiefs in past Super Bowls have to go work at the college facility. And so has it really been uh, as big of a storyline to me as maybe as it seemed online? I do feel, just generally speaking, like it, it seems like the 49ers have a lot more gripes and, and pregame complaints uh, ahead of it. I know that the field has been one of them. Obviously, that was floated out to some of the NFL newsbreakers, so you know that's coming from the top. Uh, you saw the quote with Bosa talking about the holding before the game even begins. I mean, hell, 
uh, their president, uh, Jed York, is talking about the holding in the last Super Bowl. And I, I don't know. I, you know, I know that, right, we all live in Kansas City. We're, we're biased and we're Kansas City. But I, I just I can't see the Chiefs losing a big game and, like, Mark Donovan years later being like, yeah, but, you know, we were down to our fourth offensive lineman. Like, I don't think he's going to get to those weeds. And so I just think it's been a little catty. And I, I know that football is more than, like, vibe check, but I just think the vibes for the Chiefs right now are, are a little bit more immaculate than that maybe of the 49ers. I was just going to ask you, at least in terms of, like, the feel around the game and who's favored, are you getting a sense that it's 50-50? Because, I mean, if you're – if you're looking at the spread, and the spread is a 1.2 point game, you and I do this for a living, that is a coin flip game. It could go either way. It seems like, based on the money line, based on where people are actually betting, based on hearing people talk, it seems much more favored in Kansas City than that. But I also live in Kansas City. You are in Vegas, and you are there where you are around all the media coverage. Where are you getting a sense of where the public or the media feels about this game? Yeah, I was kind of alluding to it before. I just, I don't get the spread. And like my friends that, that uh, we, we talk about this stuff all the time and, you know, we do some sports gambling stuff. I'm not always right. I, I lose bets, like, just like anybody else. But I, in this particular scenario, it just, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I can't, I don't understand how the Chiefs aren't at least a, a three-point favorite. I personally, like, if you're asking me what I would like for the game, I'd like the offline of the Chiefs minus six and a half. Because if you just look at what has happened since the, we've gotten to this point, the Chiefs defense is so good. And, and we were talking earlier about the Legion of Boom and, and some of those historic defenses uh, that they're almost like opponent-proof. I mean, I know about the weapons that the, the 49ers have, but like Brock Purdy's never been in this type of game. Steve Spagnuolo has proven to be a mastermind of confusing these uh, opposing quarterbacks you saw him do it against great quarterbacks like Josh Allen and, and Lamar Jackson to an extent. I, I felt like Lamar Jackson um, was not playing his game. Like I, that's the, the key. He gets these teams to kind of get out of you know what has made them great, and he does it each and every week. And now you have a, a rookie, you know, a, not a rookie, but a, a former seventh rounder in his first game, um, you know, for for the title. Uh, and, and granted, I know I understand the weapons, but I just think Spags is going to have a really good plan, and it's going to curb what Purdy can do through the passing game uh, and then I think on the other side it's the 49ers haven't really looked that good defensively lately uh, getting into this game especially in the postseason and I, I really thought Patrick Mahomes uh, and and looked like a really re-energized rejuiced up Travis Kelsey had a nice first half in the AFC title I think it's going to take four quarters in the Super Bowl but I I just like the Chiefs better here I didn't like and I and like I, I I'm not I don't pick the Chiefs every week I like Buffalo I think Buffalo had the best chance to beat Kansas City I picked Buffalo by a field goal in that game. Uh, I don't see it uh, in this particular matchup. Pete, it scares me that you and I feel so similar about this game. Like, I'm picking Kansas City for three different reasons. They have the better head coach. They have the better quarterback. And of the four units in the game, I trust their defense the most, and I think that that is the best unit in the game. So if you're going to give me all three of those things – on a neutral side, I'm going to pick Kansas City to win this game. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if San Francisco wins, but if they win, that means that Brock Purdy doesn't have a turnover in this game, and that also means that Christian McCaffrey is more than likely the MVP of this game. Yeah, I think that it's like if you're looking for one way, like usually you ask me uh, if happens the 49ers win, I, I think the biggest thing that stands out is them 
really cooking in the run game early and getting out to an early lead. Like I, if there was a weakness of the Chiefs defense this year, it's it's been here and there they've been a little gashed on the ground. Like they're susceptible sometimes to these explosive plays on the ground. And the 49ers have, you know, could argue the best rushing attack in the league when you combine the fact that CMC is the best running back and they do a lot of those sideline to sideline end around type type deals with Debo Samuel and, and teams have had a tough time defending that. Uh, and so I think if you're looking for an angle of how the 49ers win, it's that way. But I, I just, you know, not that Kyle Shanahan gets, gets, too big brained on it but I think they like to try to throw the ball which like is a huge mistake against Kansas City I don't know what what, what the Ravens were doing I uh, you know if if they come out and try to have this offensive game plan uh with Brock Purdy trying to throw all over the field I think the Chiefs are going to easily win this football game you know and, and it could turn into a you know a quick quick game where you feel like the Chiefs have it in control the entire time but I, I'm with you I I feel pretty sure about all these things and I, and I think naturally you know from doing this for a long time like yourself you tend to say, like, what am I missing here? And, and I think that's, that's where a lot of people that I've talked to, especially covering the Chiefs, I think that's where a lot of their minds are at. It might be sacrilegious to bring this up, but were you more confident heading into the game against Tampa Bay or more confident heading into this game against San Francisco? I think I'm trying to remember before Tampa Bay, I think we all – this is what I remember about Tampa Bay. It's been a couple of years, and so I'm trying to put myself in the position I was before the game. I think all of us, to an extent, discussed the idea that the Chiefs offensive line could get in trouble in the game, and that could be a major factor. And it felt more like a, a coin toss. Um, and we all kind of knew the point, but we weren't giving it nearly as much credit as it deserved, obviously. We learned. Uh, and so I think because of that factor, I, I considered it more of a coin toss ended up being a route. It just ended up not being even a football game, which we all remember. And it was, it was terrible. And so I think if I'm trying to really remember before the game, I, I feel more confident about this one. To me, it's just, it's the, it's the quarterback matchup. Like I, I was even more, uh, maybe this, this would be sacrilegious to Niners fans, but I was even more confident about Jimmy G in this spot. I just think a, a player like this, who we've seen unravel at times coming into a very, very big game, against a lot of players who have been there before, not just the quarterback. It, you know, it's been the skill players. A lot of these linemen have played in, in a couple Super Bowls, right? Like the defense we had, we'd mentioned, I, I don't think I was as confident heading into a game where the Chiefs were playing Tom Brady, no. Pete, a couple more questions here before we get you out of here. What is the most exciting thing that you have done so far in your first three, four days in Vegas? Oh, okay. The most exciting thing that I've done so far. Well, it's been a lot of work. The Chiefs have uh, a lot of media sessions. Uh, I did, uh, while I was uh, typing an article, hopefully Joel's not listening, but I I did play a little video poker mid-article. I imagine as the the work dies down toward the end of the week, you know, it'll get a little bit more fun. But right now we've we've been locked in. The Chiefs have these long media sessions each and every day. So, uh, the way that, as you know, Carrington, because you're coming out here, the way that, that Super Bowl week is built, you kind of finish the media portion on Thursday. You can enjoy the city a little bit Friday, Saturday. So nothing too crazy yet. And by the way, yes, I, I did lose video poker. I was 10 bucks just down the drain. Okay, yeah. No, I was going to ask that next. What do you play other than video poker? Because I would probably rank it, I'm craps one, blackjack two. There's this game called Fortune Cup that I really love in Vegas too. Little little horse racing, little derby action. Big fan of that. What are you playing when you're in Vegas? 
Yeah, I'm trying to set up my week so I can get all the coverage that everybody needs. Uh, like I said, there's no more media opportunities after Thursday, and I, I think I might partake in a little uh, Hold'em tournament on Friday. Hold'em's my favorite game. I like that you're playing against peers instead of the house, and as we know, the house always wins. wins. And uh, then I would say blackjack and then classic just – you know, pull up and see what sports are on and, and make a sports wager and watch the game. I think that's always fun. So those would be my top three. Hold them, blackjack, and then you know, go to the sports book and maybe grab a beer. Who's the most famous person that you've seen uh, at Radio Row? Yeah, I was uh, in the wrong area, and somehow I, like, turn around, and I'm like, I think that's the the new World Heavyweight Championship. I'm like, why does this random have uh, the World Heavyweight title? And uh, behind me, out pops Seth Rollins. I don't know if you know who that is. But, I do. Uh, one of the one of the main uh, one of the main fighters in in WWE currently. It, it, it it's kind of crazy that there are so many. You go to the Radio Row, and um, you know you got Schmendricks like Cody Tapp and Alex Gold there, but then you have Jake Laser around the corner, uh, guys that you see on TV all the time. So it's a little surreal. But um, having done this a couple times, fortunately, because Chiefs have been so good, you you do get a little used to it by now. It's crazy to say, like. We always talk about the Super Bowl routine. It is a little bit normalized for me, where maybe like Miami wasn't. Uh, I was, you know, it was kind of like uh, a little bit more caught off guard doing it the first time. So you're telling me the most famous person you've seen is a wrestler? Radio Row must be boring then. Yeah, I, you know what? I was a big wrestling fan as a kid. Okay. So I, you know, it makes kind of my, it gives me like a jolt. Uh, whereas like I've been doing sports a long time, and so maybe it's just less. And so maybe that has uh, something to do with it. Today was my first day at Radio Row, they, and, and you'll see this because, again, I know you're coming down, but uh, there, you'll love this, by the way. There is a station set up, and it's Bounty Towels, and the whole promotion is like, he's trying to advertise the paper towels. They're giving out unlimited chicken wings. You can have as many chicken wings as you want. So unlimited? There. Unlimited. Yeah, you can go, keep going up for more boxes and more boxes, uh, and they just want you to use their paper towels. So, uh, yeah, more than any celebrity, I was very excited about the free chicken wings this afternoon. I might have to move my plane ride to tonight, and I need to be there tomorrow <laughs> so I can get two days of wings instead of just the one. Yeah, I knew you'd like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's a good setup for sure. That is Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride joining us on the show today. Fan of Seth Rollins. Pete, I look forward to seeing you in a couple of days, my friend. Burn it down. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.